Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? My daughter's. My daughter, she was talking about my daughter, my daughter. You guys, welcome to your Real Housewives of New Jersey recap. I just couldn't help myself. Okay? I couldn't really help myself. I needed to talk about it. I needed to add a little spice, a little picante, just of my own flavoral variety. Because we will have a Bravo episode with Jessica Lee from Bravo Barbies. But I figured we can summarize all the other things, right? We already know what's going on in Vanderpump. I think actually the episode that the most recent episode starts to catch up to not present day, obviously, but it starts to catch up to the scandal of it all. I I don't I can't I'm not going to do it. So I apologize. If you guys want a Vanderpump recap, once it gets up to date, hit me up. Let me know while you're at it. Give me five stars. I see y'all out there. I see y'all following. I can see the numbers running up, baby. Okay. And I am so excited. More (laughs) Most importantly, what I'm excited about was that the ladies in New Jersey had some fucking fun. Thank you, editors. Thank you, production team, for beginning this episode with drunk Melissa Gorga. Because it's great. It is great she's so fun right like when she gets a little bit loose and we see a lot in this episode of her and Teresa bonding and it just makes us so sad because we're like oh wait do you guys think that we want you to fight or is that what you guys think you need to do for your contract Gorgas because obviously Teresa is going to be there no matter what (laughs) so it was just interesting to see you know the ladies having fun and interesting to see me like agreeing with Rachel Fuda on any term. <laughs> and then like, whatever, whatever, whatever. We're going to have a good night. And then Jen Fessler is like, so uh, where's the Booga Wolf? <laughs> when they arrive at break, because I guess they decide like, no, we're not going to, we're not going to do this. You guys, we're going to have fun tonight. They go home. And we begin the next day with Jen Fessler saying, so uh, where's the book? And that's really funny. <laughs> it's just really funny. Um, and LOL, not the breakfast, the dinner, my brain. They all look so cute at this little memanta. Um, oh, wait, no, I am right. Wow, you guys. Yes, it is a little breakfast because Polly's mom comes and she is just, oh, my gosh. She's just so adorable. Claire. She's calling, what she calls Dolores a hussy. (laughs) That's the vibes that you need with your mother-in-law, people. You need those vibes. I feel so badly when people are like, oh, my mother-in-law, she sucks. And I'm like, that really does suck. Because this is your family. And you want to be able to join a family where you can call up the sisters and the mom when the husband's not around. And you can have a kiki with them. 
and everyone knows their place. You know, it's just nice. No one's trying to be the mom. No one's trying to be the sister. No one's trying to be black Dolores. They all who they be. And I really love this dynamic. It makes me very happy. I'm really happy for Dolores. And I wish that everyone would shut the fuck up about Frank Catania. If Frank Catania really wanted his family so badly, he wouldn't have been out in the streets. Isn't that the way these straight men do? And honestly, let's just say all men. (laughs) It's like, oh, so now that you feel bad, now that you've grown, now that you have become a different person, everyone around you, now Dolores has to, her her happiness, her bubble, she has to alter her bubble, her happiness, the way she wants to be. Because she's happy with this man. And one thing that you guys need to realize is you don't have to be married to your best friend's man. Your best friend has to be married to him. So unless he's disrespecting her, abusing her, treating her, you know, poorly, Ike turnering her is what I really wanted to say. It's my podcast. I can say it. Right? Unless she's married to Keith Ranieri, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need to worry about it. Oh, I just don't feel like he's that fun. It's okay. You don't got to go next to sleep to his boring ass tonight. Let him be boring for her. That's fine. Don't worry about it. And I think sometimes people just need to like realize that it's like, he's not your husband. And the whole thing was just really heartwarming seeing Dolores with Polly's family. And then Danielle starts crying, but also me, I'm like, I would be crying at this too. Not because I have all of this um, brother stuff because I speak to my sister all the time, but I do know what it's like to be in a strained familial situation. And like, I also know what it's like to just have feelings and see a lovely moment and be happy for your friend. I was like, yeah, no, I'm boohoo crying over her. I need to get a cry angle. Someone pass me a tissue, please. I need a tissue for my tissue. And then I just started crying even more because I was like, wow, it would be so fun if Melissa and Teresa like joined forces. (laughs) That would be amazing. And Teresa can like teach Melissa how to be, you know, how to do the reality TV star game because I'm not trying to take away from Melissa's stardom, but she will never compare to Teresa. Not with this attitude. I just wish that they could fucking get it on. And like when Teresa is speaking about her parents and Melissa and Melissa's in her confessional, like, I just can't believe she's just, I can't believe that she's giving me a compliment. She isn't giving me a compliment. I'm like, girl, take the fucking note. Okay. It's for all my, it's like the, the actor girlies out there will know specifically the girlies. <laughs> on the TV shows and the director just comes over to you and like says a little something in your ear. They're not trying to come for you, girl. They're just trying to see, just take the note, take the compliment, take the fucking note. Okay. I don't like it. I feel like, okay, yes, Teresa's insane, but that's something that you have to accept. (laughs) You can't. One thing that Melissa Gorga needs to understand is that you cannot, you're not going to have that kind of normal relationship with her because she's crazy. She cray. Just like your husband cray. Okay, because Joey is nuts. Let's not even take that away from him. Like, this man was a whole chauvinist about four seasons ago. And we gave him grace. And he's clearly learned. He has learned. Okay? He's not as jealous. He also probably saw that those those pennies started to add up. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though y'all still owe people all over town. 
I just want her to take the compliment. I want her to get her head in the game because if anyone gets let go out of this situation from the Real Housewives of New Jersey, it's going to be Melissa. Okay. I don't even know if it's going to be Melissa, but Teresa's not getting fired. Teresa's not getting demoted. Teresa's not getting at, it's not happening. So I don't know what the Gorga's end game is. And maybe their end game is we don't care. We can just not be on the show, but I don't know if they can afford that because they'd be buying stuff. Okay. They'd be buying stuff. A lot of stuff. It's, I mean, they do have a lot of kids, but you know, from mansion to mansion, it's just like, Ooh. So anyway, they have this moment. They need to get ready because they're going to go out for a secret Jennifer Aiden bachelorette excursion, a Hindu. And I like that they did a play on words, but I do not enjoy games where we chase animals and terrify them. I don't like it. And you know what? Humanity. I hope to God that the aliens can hear me now because y'all, I will surrender and I will join forces when they chasing y'all asses around and doing all the most to y'all. Isn't it so cute? Look, it has legs. Look, it has a body. I just don't like those games. Those kind of, it just, it's so simple. It's like, God, let's chase a chicken. Let's chase a chook. So yeah, Ireland. I thought we were in America watching this. I was like, oh, this is very American. <laughs> um, and at the end of this part of the, the, the program, the ladies are chasing cock. I'm going to go catch a cock. And that's why it's supposed to be funny. Um, and it is really cute. The girls are letting their guard down. I, I like these little bonding activities because then they're like having fun. And it does seem in this moment that Teresa really is trying to mend with Melissa. And she just wants to get everything to this nice, beautiful level. She chooses Melissa to do the activity with her, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, it's so funny. She's like, she's like, I already, and Melissa's like, I already got, I already got your brothers. I don't need to chase any of these. And it's like, oh, well, okay. This is a little bit awkward. Talking to our sister-in-laws about banging it out. Although God bless my sister's-in-law. Mm. They have probably heard way too much. And then we transition from this. They're going to paint Teresa's life. All the girls are going to take sections of her life and they're going to like paint about it. And obviously it's meant to be like super funny and like, gah, 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 gah. and Teresa is immediately triggered, obviously. And she's like, I just don't want to talk about jail. And I was like, Ooh, Yeah. That whole situation sucks. And if I found myself in that situation with my husband, I would be, I don't know what I would do. I wouldn't be as patient or as tolerant as she was. I mean, God bless Teresa for, I mean, just for the sake of her family, I would be a selfish asshole. I'm whooping your ass when I get out of jail. I'm not fucking talking to you. Let me talk to the kids only like, oh yeah. So she has to step away for a moment and the lovely, lovely, I mean, I guess we're just on a farm of sorts. I thought it was just a, a, a chicken coop. Nope. They've got all kinds of things. The director of events brings Teresa a puppy, the cutest little puppy. And honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. It does look like a big guinea pig. But Teresa goes, is this a puppy? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, now nah, I'm crying. <laughs> it's so funny. I love that. I also love when people with uh, Botox, like with a lot of Botox, when they cry. 
Teresa breaking down in this moment. And it allowed for me to like really, okay, be like, okay, now I'm watching a reality show. Relax. She's not in jail anymore. It's over. She's prosperous. Um, this was one of those moments where I was like, oh my God, LOL, Teresa, your face looks so funny when you're upset. <laughs> because it doesn't really move, but you can tell that she's like sobbing. And I kind of felt like at this point, okay, this should unify everyone and we should just be willing to like, okay, let's let it go. At least just for the rest of the day. And um, they start their paintings and Teresa's canoodling with her puppy. And they start with Melissa and she starts talking about Teresa's family immigrating from Italy over to America. And that really like, they were all together as one family, you know, no, 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 no. Joey and Teresa. Joey and Tree. And so, you know, that's sad. That's sad. And, like, I have a strained relationship with my, you know, with people in my family. And um, I won't say my whole family, LOL, with my family. I have, you know, sometimes you can't have toxic relationships. But I feel like in the terms of Joey and Teresa, if it hadn't, if, if, they, if there was no TV show, there wouldn't be no problem. And I feel like they should be able to move past it, but they can't because of the TV show. Because everyone's watching and it's like, you did this, you did that. I can't. It's much harder to just let things go when you have a million people being like, you're really going to just like let her do you that way? You're really just going to let him do that? You know? And then when you have Teresa, who's legitimately insane, and Joey, who's like also cry, what can you do? What can you do with the Corga bar? So that was weird. And then Teresa starts talking all this shit about, like, I just want, you know, maybe Gino and 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 Adriana can walk down the aisle together. And Jennifer Aiden's like, so do you want them to be in the wedding? Is that what you're saying? And Teresa's like, well, no, but I just want peace. <laughs> you know, we're an Irish. <laughs> now, if I was crying at that point, that definitely stopped me. It definitely stopped me. We're an Irish Teresa three. You, you, I wish that American people would do the British thing where we say, we're just going to draw a line under it because we don't really have like a saying for that. I, I mean, I guess we do, but it doesn't do the effect of, I'm going to draw a line under it. Cause it, that is not saying I'm right. That's not saying you're right. That's just saying I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I'd rather just pretend like it didn't happen. And I don't think that either of them are actually at this point. And then Teresa brings up the fact that Billifer Aiden is going to be one of Louis' groomsmen. Literally the pivot. Now, I don't, I don't, I wasn't actually there. The production could make it seem like a really quick pivot, but the fact that they were still at this location and she had this say, you just gave this. Song and dance about how you want peace and you want them to be at the wedding and you want this and you want them to be in the wedding, blah, 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 blah. But then you say, oh, and by the way, Bill's going to be in it. It seems intentional. And this is where I can't be fully like team Real Housewives of New Jersey, team Teresa, because this is, she always reminds us every season. She always reminds us. Teresa is not like, well, she doesn't think rationally. So it's, it, you know, like this is a prime example of that. It's like, you didn't have to bring this up. Why did you have to say this? And obviously Jennifer Aiden knew it. She didn't say it. She didn't even say it in, in private. Something that I would never do. I would never do what Margaret did to me. And then you literally did the exact same thing. The hypocrisy. 
So that was weird. And I was like, oh, Melissa's now going to be even more mad than she was when they were talking about her daughters. The way these people speak. <laughs> and obviously, Danielle is triggered by the situation. And I'm just thinking, like, well, Danielle, why don't you give... And I really do like how Rachel Rachel Food is like, do you want to, like, take a step away and um, talk? Do you want to do you want to take take a step away from the table and talk? It's just you know I like that, but I'm still like sussing her out. But she, it just makes me think like Danielle, why don't you just call your brother? If he doesn't answer, call him again. Wait a couple weeks and call him. I hope the TV show helps because what I will say for Danielle Cabral is that. If I was her brother, I would feel very respected in the situation, except for the fact that it's like you're putting it all on him. Other than that, like she won't talk shit about him. She won't. You know what I mean? Like she's not being like, and he's a piece of shit and his wife's a trash. She's just being kind of she's being nice, Teresa, about it. She's being like weird and cagey. But there's still clearly so much love. And you can tell that there's love from Teresa as well, because in the confessionals, when they're clearly asking her about. The, the day when Melissa is drawing the portrait and this and that. She's like crying still. The Botox lets me know when she's crying and when she's not. It, it's giving Kim K crying about <laughs> such a book. I just feel like a loser, you know? It's just, you know, it's interesting. And then they have to, <laughs> then they have to. Transition into the next activity, which is jumping in a pile of shit. I don't care what anyone says. That mud pit had shit in it. And it made me nervous that they were jumping in without bracing their knees. The guy told them when they before they jumped in, jump in with your bum first. Maybe they don't realize that bum means booty and not just like... I was waiting for someone's ankles to just shatter. Just the shin splints of it all. I was like, you guys, just feet first. And the way that Rachel Fuda landed in there, I was like, oh, she broke her ankle. She just, she, it's broken. Um, I do like how she and Danielle are like, you know, she's like, let me fix your ponytail. It's just a mess. You know, I think that they are maybe doing their job a little bit more than we thought. And they're going to reconcile and have a very, like, nice second season together. Because Rachel Fuda is actually doing a little bit of work. I think she may get demoted or asked to leave. But, but Jackie's not doing enough. To stay, so she might her place may just be secured. I also love that they go home on the bus completely covered in mud. And Marge actually asks the man if there's cow manure. He's like, "No, there's no manure." And it's like, "No, there's 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 manure in this. There's shit. There's at least bird shit. It there's got to be, got to be, got to be muddy, got to be shit, got to be shit. <laughs> it's just got to be." It's got to be shit. Um, yeah, but I love they just they're like there's no place for them to change. Like and they're like, no, we're just gonna go on our in our sprinter, just completely covered in poopsicles. Back to our castle. This makes me want to do a trip like this. This would be such a fun little girly moment. I don't want to be in a castle that's a half hour away from everything though. Which I suppose you probably have no choice in the matter because there's probably not many castles in the city center. Um Although they probably have production needs and blah, 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 blah. I'm sure we can figure something out. 
and the girls are having their they're getting ready for their final dinner and we see Marge go outside to have a little conversation with Joe Benigno and Lexi. I love Lexi's Americanized accent. She has been with these Jersey people so long and their accents are all bastardized like European accents also. So it's just so funny. Because she's like it's like wait, do you have a New York accent or do you, oh you're you are European or or she's British? Where is she from? I can't remember. But I love this. See, the whole thing of Lexi getting divorced and needing a place to stay and get on her feet and Marge letting her stay in the guest house free of charge. That's what I'm talking about. That is a judge. That's a judgment of someone's character, not the gossiping on a reality show. That is actually the judgment of someone's character because I'm that kind of friend in your time of need, because a lot of y'all don't realize that you're not in need. You're just lazy. Or, you know, you just, um, you're used to being kept in a certain way. And when you actually have to do for yourself, then you feel like you're in need, but you're not. So if you're listening to this, it's like, bitch, you would never do that for me. But it's because your motherfucking ass is not in need. I know what it's like to have been, to, to need help and not get it. So when I see people who actually need help and they're friends, because like, I don't know, listen, this woman has a kid. This woman's going through stuff. I can't imagine what she's going through in her separation and her divorce. And so, you know, it's just interesting. I love that about the Marge. Um, and so, you know, just, just giving you guys an example of reasons why she's not just the spawn of Satan. Because it's like weird how people think Marge is like so evil. And it's like, did you guys watch The Real Houses of OC for like 10 years? Did you watch Ramona? I mean, I know Ramona's gone now, but a lot of you guys want her back. The same people who are saying that Marge is so mean and so evil. It's really funny. And so this little conversation is cute. All the guys are going to go over to Marge's house for a little pot smoking boys date because Frank Catania is going into the marijuana business, which I think is fucking ironic. I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, so now everybody wants to smoke weed, right? <laughs> I wish I would keep y'all that same energy like Alexia because at least Alexia is keeping the same energy. Like, well, I know it's legal now, but right. Keep that same energy. Cause a lot of y'all people who are making money off of weed right now probably was, was signing off and support us, sending people to jail for the rest of their fucking life for smoking weed. It annoys me, but I do like how Frank was honest. He's like, well, as soon as I found out that it was legal, I was like, cha-ching, cha-ching. It's fucking people. But they're having their conversation and like, you know, it's heartwarming and I just can't stop thinking about the way Lexi speaks. And even Rachel Fuda, when she comes into the dinner hall and she's like, I'm excited about the chocolate. It's like, oh, my God, <laughs> they're going to have this whiskey tasting moment, which looks really fun. Big surprise. Jennifer Aiden gets wasted. <laughs> um, and they're doing these cut to back and forth to the guys having dinner and smoking. And they had a food truck sent from, I mean, really cool. Like, that's my kind of vibe. Like, let's just like hang out. My daughters and like Joe, <laughs> Joe Gorga like wants to be so mad, but he can't be because what he's stoned and someone's like you and Teresa need to get together baked and have this conversation. And you know what? I support it. They do need to get it together. They need to get it together. I think they'd be able to squash a lot of these things. Just hug it out. Smoke a doobie. Get some of that Catania cannabis. So we cut from the boys. We go back to Ireland, and the ladies are dressed. Okay, the girls 
are fucking dressed for dinner. This is what I'm talking about. This is also a lot of the reason why I love watching The Housewives. Because I'm like, the bitches are slaying the fashions, honey. The fashions. So, I really hate to agree with Jackie. Because she's quite the snob. But when I look at all these girls coming down for dinner, absolutely slaying. And then I see Danielle, and I'm like, that dress is cute. That's That dress is cute for like a Saturday barbecue. You know? It's like, you know, and you also like, you don't have to be super rich to like look nice. Like Danielle's not poor. <laughs> she may have the smallest house out of all the girls, but like that is not a cheap place to live. Rent, y'all don't got Rent the Runway over there in Staten Island? Oh, she live in Jersey now? Oh, okay. Yeah, girl. I'm I'm excited for her her second season glow up. Because um, she ain't going nowhere. She's going to be back. Unless she quits. Unless she can't, like, take the heat. You know. Unless she can't take the heat. Then she might leave. But, yeah, no, the weed party just... It's a, it's a nice contrast. Because they talk about the mess... But they can't get really stressed because they're baked. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just want that to be more of a common thing because unlike the men, the girls are going for it. They were having such a lovely dinner. And then Danielle has to ask, like, well, where do we stand? And it's like, do you really want to know? Rachel, Rachel, listen, Rachel, you seem like one of those girls that does a lot of arm waving and like that, 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 and this and that and this and that. But like if a bitch slaps you, you're going to press charges against it. Danielle Cabral seems like the girl who will whoop your ass in the street. Will whoop your ass in the street. And I thought for a moment, I'm going to start calling her TJ, Teresa Jr. Because when she told Rachel to calm down, (laughs) I said, oh my Lord, is this about to be a Zeus? Is this about to be an episode from Zeus? Because y'all know that the Real Housewives of New Jersey, this is the most fighting cast. I know some of y'all with your biases might think that it's one of the brown cast, maybe because they have been more publicized. But no, the 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 the, the tussling queens of the of real New Jersey, the most fighting I've seen, multiple seasons of fighting. Um, so I really thought that we was about to get into one of those moments where like something was about to get thrown. You know, they always fight, honey. They might need to ju- listen. If things don't work out with Jersey and y'all don't like it, they may be able to get um, a crossover to Zeus. You know, bring some diversity. And they're having this conversation, blah, 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 blah. And here's the thing Danielle, okay, I appreciate you asking the question because, like, okay, whatever. Are you doing your job? Yeah, you are. And that's really amazing. I'm proud of you. I'm actually really grateful for that. But I just don't think. These these younger women, I just wonder because I'm like, we're the same age. I'm like a year or two older than Rachel Fuda. And I just wonder, like, did you watch these shows like I did? Because if you did, you would understand what the hell you were getting yourself into. And I think that's the thing about Danielle that's weird. It's just like, well, Rachel may not have done this in like every single day life, but because we're on a reality TV show and she doesn't want to be seen as a sneaky bitch, she kind of has to by the rules of the game. Right? She kind of has to divulge this information. And you should know that because you're on the Real Housewives of New Jersey. So when she starts going through this and going through that, and then they're all, I'm like, okay, this is weird. But I will say, 
Marge's comments about she listen, Marge knows the arch the warfare of arguing. And Zell and I were actually talking about this last week about, you know, you're gonna like you're gonna push me, but I'm gonna knock you down and kick you. You know what I mean? Like the fighting is a different like some people like they're like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a little jokey joke about you. And I'm like, well, are you prepared for me to tell the truth about you? Because I don't make jokes at other people's expense anymore. <laughs> maybe when I was a dumbass little kid in my early 20s, in my late teens, yeah, maybe. But in my adulthood, I'm not the kind of queen who needs to like take something that I know. You know, it's just weird. And Margaret, my queen, she was very mean. <laughs> and maybe very accurate about the, you know, you'll never be able to move on with your family if you can't let things go in from your past. And it's like, ooh. She could have easily been like, wow, you are a grudge holder. You you like to hold a grudge. Because it seems like you guys are having a great time all day. Like, why don't why won't you just let it go? She went to where it was gonna hurt. I also feel like Margaret's just sick of people coming for for her. And that I can also relate to. It's like, especially when you're in a group of monsters. Literally monsters who are stars. When you're in a group full of people like that and then they want to be like, but Margaret, you shouldn't have done that. It's like, but I don't want to hear that from you. I'll hear it from Jen Fessler because Jen Fessler has no time for Margaret's antics, which I love. She has no time for Margaret's antics. Jen Fessler probably should have been full time, but we'll get there. We'll get there. I'm sure she'll, I'm sure eventually she will be. Let's get rid of Jackie. Maybe get rid of Rachel and work something out. I just wonder if Margaret's like hitting below the belt kind of erases all the other stuff. Cause people can only like focus on that kind of stuff. And like, I understand why Danielle would be upset by that and be like, Oh fuck, I'm going to bed and I'm going to like sob because if I do anything else, it'll be to knock you out. <laughs> I can understand that too. But I also, I feel like, Hmm. If you're not a bad bitch, do not address me. And I have had this kind of circumstance in my life. If you cannot handle fighting with me, don't. Because I am willing to settle out of court. Always. I feel like I'm a very logical person. I feel like I, you know, am very rational. And so I can come to con like conclusions very easily which is a blind spot because sometimes I just assume that I'm right, but I can also admit that I'm wrong. It's, it's fine. You can present to me something. You can say something. I can also understand even if it wasn't my intention. And even if it wouldn't bother me that some, I may have done something that could hurt your feelings. And so I can say, Oh, I'm sorry that I did this and it hurt your feelings. Not I'm sorry that I did that at all because I might do it again to somebody else who is not you. You know, everyone takes things very differently, but that obviously was like, ooh, Marge. But I fight like that too. Like, bitch, don't come over here talking shit about something. Because just because I can get over it more easily than the, the person beside me who cries about things all the time. Because that's the thing about housewives. You're either a crier or you're a fighter. And I feel like Marge is just not, she's not the kind of girl who's just going to break down in tears. And so leave me alone. Just because I'm strong does it mean that I'm your punching bag? This is actually a word for all y'all. Leave the people. Just because someone isn't 
the kind of person to put all their feelings out there and to reach out when they're vulnerable doesn't mean that they need and deserve to take more than you. Treat me the same as your fragile fucking ass. Okay? And I just feel like in this cast with, Mar- with Margaret, people are just like, well, she's just so vicious and this is like, she, just has no, she has no feelings. And it's like, no, she's, she's, playing the same, she's playing the same game as you. You guys just aren't as good at it. Because you guys all have an arsenal. Jennifer Aiden's getting an arsenal right now. So that people won't fuck with her. Instead of owning her truth. And that's the reason that I love Marge. Because the Marge owns her shit. You can never weaponize something against me that I own. You, you will never be able to do that. You will never be able to say anything and bring up anything about my past because I'm not ashamed of it. Yes, let's talk about it. And I thought that Jennifer Aiden had that same energy when she was like, it wasn't actually a so-and-so that Bill slept with. It was a so-and-so. I thought she was going to own it. But now every problem you have in your life, every issue you face is now because of Margaret. Girl, shut the hell up. And all of y'all Jennifer Aiden's out there, please shut the hell up. Because that is so lame. And it's so dumb and it's tacky. Okay? You need to deal with the mess that's in your own. Clean up the mess in your house. Because it's in your house. I can't bring a mess into your house and, and, and make it. Your husband made that mess. You really need to be mad at him. So hopefully Jen Fesla will become a series regular, as they say. And, you know, we can see a different kind of dynamic. Because I do like the mess. I do like the disagreeing. Whatever. That's normal. But the the... The produced circumstances, it's so lame. So we leave this episode with Marge just basically being like, yeah, well, you're a stupid bitch. And that's why you have issues in your personal life, because you're immature and you can't let things go. Have a good night. (laughs) And honestly, she should have probably said that as opposed to like directly bringing up the, the family issues, because like that is a hot spot. You know, that's why she did what she did to Jennifer Aiden, because Jennifer Aiden kept bringing up her family. And that's what I think the viewers fail to recognize because maybe you guys are also like really judgmental and small minded like Jennifer Aiden. And you think that like, oh, Marge had an affair. Her marriage doesn't count. Oh, those kids. She didn't give birth to those kids. And because of the divorce, you know, like it doesn't count. Like that's not her family. They don't like her. And it's like Jennifer Aiden, your father won't be caught dead near any of you. He literally won't be in the same house as your mom. Is this what you want for your future? Because if we want to read people, we can read you. You are an open book. You are like that Heather Gay book at the Barnes & Noble, 30% off. You are ready to be purchased. So, like, you know, I just think some people need to clean their side of the street before they start worrying about their debt on other people's side of the street. And just understand if you if you start to get shit with me. Listen, if you, get into, if you try to come for me personally in my personal life and you are throwing out shit about me and I know that you have the same shit in your fucking backyard and I'm, I gave you a year of peace. I gave you grace. I didn't say nothing about it. Yeah. I'm going to level the playing field because one thing that you're going to understand about me, you cannot fuck with me. Period. I don't need to smack you upside the head. I don't need to throw a drink in your face, but let me, let me just let this be an SOS for everybody. I am the Marge of real life. Don't fucking play with me. And it's not that I'm going to put rumors out about you. And it's not that I'm going to do other things about you. But face to face, I'm going to let you know. 
face to face, I'm going to put you in your fucking place. Because one thing you're not going to do is be the pot calling the kettle black. Bitch, it's, it's about to be summer. I like being chocolatey anyway, so it is what it is. <laughs> well, this became very personal very quickly. I'm so glad that you guys were here. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed Jersey. I have a little recap. I hope you're ready for a our weekly episode coming on Friday. And I hope you're ready for a Bravo episode also yet to come this week. Please give me a five-star rating. Give me a cheeky little follow. I love to love you guys. Let's keep ragging it up. Rack, rack, rack it up.